Hello, and welcome to the Treasures of Truth podcast with Dr. Jeremy Simpson of the Thanks to Calvary Baptist Church in Elkin, North Carolina. We hope that you enjoy the podcast today as we search together in the precious Word of God. Welcome to Treasures of Truth podcast. Brother Jeremy here. I want to go back to Romans chapter number 12 and verse number 21. This is one of my favorite chapters in the Bible. And I said on the last podcast that every child of God ought to read this chapter. And if you can put it to memory, if you can put it to memory, it'd be even better. Because I don't know if there is a greater chapter in the Bible to help with practical Christian living than Romans chapter number 12. I think it may be the greatest chapter in the Bible on practical Christian living. And I know the book of James is so practical. And I know the book of Proverbs is so practical. But oh, my soul, if you, when you finish the podcast, and maybe you did yesterday, yesterday on the last podcast, maybe you, you, you said, I think I'll read that chapter and just see. And if you did, you know what I'm talking about. If you've not done it yet, you ought to just pause the podcast, read Romans chapter 12, and then come back and listen to the rest. Because in the book of Romans, uh, chapter 12, the Apostle Paul is dealing with a subject of overcoming evil. The Bible says in chapter 12, verse 21, Be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. Be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. Now, if a image of your wife came up while I was talking that reading that verse you probably ought to go pray <laughs> if a picture of your husband came up in your mind when I was reading that verse you probably ought to go pray I'm not talking about a person I'm just talking about evil in general and sometimes it does manifest in a person I understand that but you know it could be us it could be a satanic attack it could be a worldly influence it could be uh, a personal problem between two people i just thought i'd make a joke is it okay to laugh this morning are you excited to laugh this morning okay so be not overcome of we know what evil is we know what hard hard times are we know what uh things that we have to deal with on a daily daily basis now something you need to understand and we talked on the last podcast about are you a winner because a lot of people are failures from the beginning. The reason they fail is because they have convinced themselves they are a failure. And I told you that we use language to talk to others, and we use language to talk to ourselves. And sometimes we talk ugliest to ourselves, don't we? I'll say this, sometimes we flatter ourselves too much as well. But listen to what, the, what I'm going to say here. I talked yesterday on being a, a winner you're a born winner. If you've been born again, if you've been washed in the blood, repented of your sins, put faith and trust in Jesus Christ as your Savior, you've been born again. You're a winner. You're not a born loser. And so to understand the Apostle Paul, and Paul wrote 13 books of the New Testament, I believe 14 because I believe he wrote Hebrews as well. And this, the majority of the New Testament books written by the Apostle Paul. You need to understand something about some of Paul's letters. A lot of times, Paul divided his letters into two parts. There'll be a doctrinal section, and then there will be a practical section. He will divide it. In the book of Ephesians, there's an example. The first three chapters deal with the eternal plan of God in salvation. And then in the last three chapters of Ephesians, Paul takes up the practical 
uh, applications from what the uh, doctrinal interpretations. And so basically what he's saying on the basis of these truths, let me show you how to walk as a Christian. The two sections are not separate, but, you know, they are hinged together with the word therefore. Same is true in the book of Romans. Chapter 1 through chapter 11 deals with man's sin, man's, uh, God's salvation, and sanctification, and the call of the Gentiles into God's covenant. Then in chapter 12, he said, I beseech ye therefore. You see that? Based on what I've just written to you in chapters 1 through 11, I'm going to call you now into a practical, uh, into the practical realm. I'm going to I'm going to beg you by the mercies of God based on the grace of God I appeal to you to present your bodies a living sacrifice holy except one God which is your reasonable service. Now see that's how you need to understand that. So chapter 12 stresses the need for us to make a sober evaluation of ourselves of the differing gifts that we're to use to honor God and bless the church and forgive others. And then the chapter concludes like this, and, and I'm just going to read it because, you know, I ask you to go read it, but, you know, I just can't take for granted that you're going to do that. So I'm going to read it. Listen to what he says. Verse 14, Bless them which persecute you. Bless and curse not. Rejoice with them that do rejoice. Weep with them that weep. Be of the same mind one toward another. Mind not high things, but condescend to men of low estate. Be not wise in your own conceits. Recompense to no man evil for evil. Provide things honest in the sight of all men. If it be possible, as much as life in you, live peaceably with all men. Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather give place in the wrath. For it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, saith the Lord. Therefore, if thine enemy hunger, feed him. If he thirst, give him drink. For in so doing, thou shalt heap coals of fire on his head. Be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. So do you see this practical, practical passage? Now, here's the thing. I asked you on the last podcast, are you a winner? And when I said that, I guarantee there were some people <laughs> started out, a winner? Me? I've never wanted anything. Now, I, I like to win. Uh, can I just do a little confession time? I like to win. If it's golf, I want to win. If it's football, I want to win. If it is uh, checkers, I want to win. If it is uh, Uno, I want to win. It does not matter what I am uh, going at. I want to come in first place. Uh, to me, second place is, is is the same as last place. And uh, it's just the way I'm cut. I can't help it. And I've often said I'm either a winner or I'm a sinner because I like to win. And I, I don't want to cheat. I try not to cheat, but I like to win. And it's something that I had to overcome. It's something that I had to fight. It's something that I had to get victory over. And the Lord helped me do that. But boy, as a child, as a teenager, as a young adult, I was so competitive. And, uh, you know, I, I want to be a winner. I think it's a good thing. I want to be the best I can be. Uh, if I'm going out something. So I ask you, are you a winner? Well, here's what I want to talk about today. You can be a winner. Well, Brother Jeremy, I'm I'm willing to listen, but you're going to have to be using some pretty fancy footwork if you're going to convince me 
because I've had my hopes up a number of times before, only to have them come crashing back down around my feet. And I, I, you know, you said I can be a winner, but you know what? I know what it feels like to hurt, and I don't want to get hurt again. So you, you go ahead and talk your little podcast, but and I'll, I'll stay tuned for the next few minutes. But I'm going to have to evaluate everything you're getting ready to say closely, because you know I, I've had it with all this pious platitudes that don't work. Well. That's all I ask. Just listen. The Bible says, be not overcome of evil, but overcome, 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 overcome. So the possibility is there. The possibility is there to be overcome of evil. You can be a loser. There have been times I've been a loser. Now, I'm not talking about games now. I'm talking about life. Life's not a game. And there have been times when I have been overcome of evil. Fleshly lust have overcome me in the past. Fleshly desires have overcome me in the past. Worldly ambition has overcome me in the past. Pride has overcome me in the past. Am I, am I, am I, am I talking to anybody else besides myself right now? I, yeah, there is the possibility you can be overcome. And here's what the devil's got you convinced, that they're, the only overcoming that's happening is you being overcome, but not overcoming. There's a possibility here to be a loser. There's a possibility here to be a winner. So I say emphatically, are you a winner on the last podcast? And today I say emphatically, you can be a winner. Now, even though that's the final verse in this passage, and even though we got to go back and forth through the previous verses, it's good to begin here because in this verse is the conclusion, the grand and glorious conclusion to what all the other verses have moved towards. It's the challenge. It's the hope. Because in this verse, we know that victory over evil is a genuine possibility. Some of you ought to throw your hands up in the air right now and shout the victory. It's a possibility that I could win today. That I could win this week, that I could win this month, that I could win in life. Oh, I want to be a winner. And in these words, there's nothing of the attitude of the modern Christian. You know, if I can hang in by my toenails and when the going gets tough, I'm going to just hang in by my toenails and hope for the best. No, man. So many of God's people are like that today, and it's so frustrating because that's not Bible Christianity at all. That's not victory thinking. That's that 11th hour mentality. You know, well, I, I'm just trying. I just hope I don't lose too much ground. Uh, we're just holding out and holding on to Jesus comes. And I understand that. I understand that. This is a hard day. I understand that. But where in the Bible do you find that? The Bible says, Upon this rock I'll build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. But instead of thinking in victory, we've got that 11th hour mentality. Well, it's just the hardest time that's ever been. I don't know if it is the hardest time that's ever been. Have you read some of the things that happened in the Bible? Have you read history lately? We got it pretty good in America this, this morning. And so, you know, I just hope I can keep my nose above water. If I can just keep my nose above water, you know, that attitude is like the attitude of the servant 
uh, you find in Matthew chapter number 25. The Bible talks about that servant over there in Matthew 25, and he said, uh, see, you know, you have what's yours. If I can hold on to what I got, that, that'll be a success. You know, you, you do what you do, but I got to just make sure I hold on to what I, you know, what I've got. And the Lord thought differently because he called him lazy, sorry, no count, wicked. See, he was expected not merely just to preserve it, but to make a profit. And I'm going to tell you where the average church member is today and where the average church is today and where the average pastor is today. We are trying to preserve instead of profit the kingdom. We're trying to preserve the kingdom of God instead of profiting the kingdom of God. But God wants advancement. God wants growth. God wants positive advancement. The battle that you're facing today, you don't need to look so much at it as an obstacle, but you need to look at it as an opportunity for you to advance your Christian life. That's one reason God sends evil our way. It is through the trying of our faith that we come forth as gold. But Christians have this defeatist mentality. And I'm going to tell you, a person with that attitude and that mentality is going to go down in flames. It's a mentality that is calculated to lose. Because they have the idea that they won't win. And because of they, they think they won't win, they don't win. Did you hear what I just said? If you think you won't win, you'll find that you don't win. You rarely find what you're looking for when you have the wrong spirit and attitude. You're not to sink beneath the waters of evil. You're not to just bail out when the going gets tough. You're to win. And wherever the battle breaks out, it isn't the Christian, but the forces of evil that should limp away. we got too many of God's people that are limping when it ought to be the enemy that's limping. And so I say today again, are you a winner? I was born a loser. Not if you've been born again, you was born a winner. And the second thing I want to say today is you can be a winner. There is a possibility for losing. Because he said, be not overcome of evil. So there's a possibility you could. But there's also the possibility you could win. But overcome evil with good. I'm not done with this. We're going to go a little further on the next podcast. But I want to say this. Today you've got the opportunity to go out and be salt and light and make a difference in this world. If you're listening to this in the evening, why don't we get up and do something for God today? Why don't we get filled with the uh, uh, tomorrow morning, get filled with the Spirit, read our Bible, pray, and go out and make a difference in this world. Not be overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. And until the next Treasures of Truth podcast, God bless you.